the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The first two weeks of Hatur, we have the parable of the soul as we discussed the previous two weeks. And in the two parables, the Lord was focusing on the importance of the Word of God and how to receive it properly and to act upon this Word. And we heard it many times in the past two weeks, who has ears, let him hear. And today, for the third week, we have the same thing. Who has ears, let him hear. But what sort of ears? This is what we would like to discuss today. What kind of ears are we using to listen? In the past two weeks, the Bible was telling us what sort of heart, what sort of soil do you have when you receive the word? And all of us are saying we are listening. We listen, we listen to sermons, we listen or read books, but now he is telling us with what kind of ears are you listening. This icon, the Byzantine iconographer is trying to say something, and he wrote it even after he made it. But St. John the Beloved is putting his ears on the heart of Christ. He is listening to his desire, the desire of his heart to the whole creation. So if we have a person like this, who is very close to the Lord, and not only listening to his word, he would like to hear the heartbeat of Christ to the whole creation. How much more we need to choose this morning to have such ears who is listening not only to the words, but to the heart of Christ towards the whole creation. So, different kinds of listeners, different kinds of ears. One of them is in Hebrews chapter 5. We shared this verse a few weeks ago. But let me remind you once more. How there is people called dull of hearing. St. Paul was talking to the Hebrews and telling them about how after receiving Christ you can't leave him anymore. You can't put him aside for a while. So he was expecting from those people who lived all their life as believers in God, then they believed in Christ when Christ came, to have something differently. But those people were not able to understand why. Of whom we have much to say, is comparing Jesus in this chapter, and with others. And the verse before it, it was about the priesthood of Melchizedek. And hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing, we were used to come to the synagogue, used to come to the church gathering every now and then, but we have dull hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. Still we are hearers, still we go to church, still we listen to sermons, but it's a dull of hearing. And the Lord is asking us not to be ashamed of what we have, but to move on. Yes, you heard these words many times, but still your Bible is closed. You heard these words many times, but still your actions are the same. It's saying you don't be dull in your hearing. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. It's again your need. That your need is too, too huge and still you are drinking this milk. So if you are still in this morning, this kind of listeners who are listening with a dull of hearing is encouraging us to wake up. St. John Chrysostom is telling or commenting on this verse saying, this is, weak, this is weakness in listening like the weak stomach which cannot digest all food. 
Likewise, the proud, angry, negligent soul cannot accept the word of the Spirit. So search your heart, and I have to search my heart. Is it out of proud, uh, out of pride, or anger, or negligence that I cannot accept this word? Why I hear it many times, I feel even bored of hearing it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Or I try to take my mind somewhere else. I don't want to focus on these words. Listen to what many of the disciples said. This is a hard saying. Who can understand it when he was talking to them about the Eucharist? However, everything becomes easy, light, and more glorious to the strong person. Thus he can be elevated to heavenly matters. When he is humbling himself, when he is putting anger out away, and he is more caring, not negligence. Again, all of us at one point we will have such dull of hearing. But he is telling me and you this morning, don't be there anymore and move on to something more positive. We will find that the Lord was telling these words just after the parable of the sower, which we did, it, as I said, the past two weeks. And in Matthew 13 he was saying, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they don't see, and hearing they not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will see, and not perceive. For the hearts of these people have grown dull. It's an action in the heart, and action in the mind, action in the ears, that you cannot even understand. So he is continuing the same topic. We are going to receive the incarnate word of God in the flesh in few weeks. That's why we need to understand that we can't see him except through the word first. And then we receive the incarnate word of God in the flesh. The problem of this kind of listeners or this kind of ears that they cannot understand God's truth. You have your own ideas, but you are rejecting that truth of God. You are living according to your own standards, not the standards of God. Second thing, we cannot repent, because they feel I am perfect enough. I don't need to repent for anything. They have to correct themselves, whether they are family members, church members, colleagues at work, I am right and we are always wrong. Third thing is, they cannot receive healing from God, because the one who is going to receive healing is the one who is going to be obedient to the word. Because he said in Psalm 107 and verse 20, He sent His word and He heals them. So by sending His word and responding to it properly, we receive healing. Second kind, He calls them St. Paul, itching ears. And He said in Second Timothy 4.3, For the time will come, and the time is closer always to, towards the end, when they will not endure sound doctrine, Sound doctrine is not only about theology, it's about the way of life. It's about how to forgive, it's about how to deal with others. <clears throat> but according to their own desire, because they have it etching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. They were finding people to tell them, you are right. Don't move, don't change. And this is the problem now. A second kind of people who are not willing to change, who are seeking teachers to to condole them or tell them don't do anything more. You are right, let the world change around you, but you are not going to change. And here is the thing, they are seeking them, they are searching them, and unfortunately, 
we find some of them to tell me you are right, don't move, there is nothing wrong and we hate those who are telling us the sound doctrine you need to move and you need to change the verse before this St. Paul was telling to Timothy preach the word, be ready in season and out of season convince, rebuke, exhort with all long sufferings and teaching these are two kinds of ears one ear is always ready to receive ready to be convinced, ready to be rebuked, ready to be exhorted and the other ears is just looking for someone to tell her or him you are right, don't do anything more Saint Ambrose is commenting on this verse saying it is inappropriate for a pastor to be cruel, violent or too lax for he is cruel, if he is cruel or violent he would be like a tyrant and if he is too lax, he would be regarded as a negligent and careless worker, not worthy of the job entrusted to him. Again, what sort of teacher are you looking for? Someone to be a tyrant and you be under this authority? Or you, person, you personally, as a father or a mother, in your own small area, what sort of teacher are you looking to be? A tyrant or a negligent and careless person? or the one who is portraying the image and likeness of Christ who is the true teacher and the true pastor of all the problem here for such kind of ears they don't like sound doctrine they will find the teacher they want but then they turn from the truth to fables to their own lies I believe that it is such things like we hear many times about the gospel the prosperity gospel and all these strange things it looks like gospels but I would like to hear it I don't want to hear anything else. No conviction for my sins. No redirection towards holiness or sanctification. I need to hear that I am good and God is going to provide me money and health and everything else. The third kind of hearts or minds or listeners or ears, noble and good heart, which we read it in the past two weeks in the parable of the sower. He was saying that the ones that fell on the good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart keep it and bear fruit with patience. When you hear the word, when you respond properly, when you have such ears, it's a life of continuous conversion. There is no day or even there is no minute in my life similar to the other. Why? Because I'm in a continuous process of restoring the image and growing in the likeness of God. In the book of Acts chapter 17, he was telling us about the people of Berea, the Berean. Why they were different from all other people? The Bible tells us they were more fair-minded. And he's telling you, I want you today to be more fair-minded for your sake for the sake of your family, for the sake of your community than those in Thessalonians. Why? In that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scripture daily. They were searching the scripture daily and to find out whether these things were so. So they were very keen to listen, very keen to see the word, very keen to search daily to find out where they can stand. If now I find myself in one of them, whether those ears, which is itching ears, or the ears, the first kind that we spoke about it, that those people who are just have dull hearing, or I am trying to be in this noble and good heart, there's a few steps to, to, let, to let us, all of us, to learn how to be more good listeners, how to be having this good 
noble heart and mind. Number one, make listening as an act of worship. When we listen to a sermon, even at home watching the TV or the internet, it's an act of worship. You are not listening to have more information or to know how to reach people or to preach to others. I'm in an act of worship. God is talking to me in person. Second thing, listen from first thought. Many people were saying, I always start a book and I never finish it. Or I start a sermon and I never finish it. The Lord is telling me and you, it's time to know that when you start, you have to finish. Why? Because it's an act of worship. You can't have half a part of the worship, it's the whole worship. Third thing, read along in your Bible and make your marks. If you are listening to a sermon anywhere, even at home, open your Bible. It's not a listening... Uh, only it is listening and watching and blessing your eyes with, by seeing the words and making your own mark. Fourthly, listen with faith, with expectation that God is going to talk to you in your own personal needs and He is going to tell you new directions in your life. Finally, listen with a mind to act. I'm not listening just for the sake of listening because I'm going to do something differently. I will be a different person after listening to this sermon and God is going to guide me in a certain direction. In the prayer before reading the Catholic epistle in the church, we pray this prayer, but you don't hear it. And I wish to be our prayer, this liturgy, that our ears will be totally different to see these things. Lord God, who has revealed unto us through your holy apostles, what is this revelation? The mystery of the gospel of the glory of your Christ. So make it your prayer that we would like not to have any dull ears anymore or aching ears, but good and noble heart. Why? To receive the revelation, the mystery of the gospel of the glory of your Christ. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.